0: Welcome to our Killick Explains Finance podcast series. This first set of 10 podcasts introduces all the basic concepts of saving and investing. It's designed for novices and more experienced savers and investors alike, and it will hopefully be jargon-free and easy to listen to. If you'd like to see any of the videos that link to these podcasts, please go to killick.com forward slash learn. Welcome to this Killick Explains Finance podcast. This week, seven things an investor shouldn't say. Now, to start with two wise men who said two wise things. First of all, investing should be more like watching paint dry or watching grass grow, said Paul Samuelson, a Nobel Prize winning economist. The second wise man said the capricious and irrational behavior of stocks makes investors behave irrationally themselves. That was Warren Buffett, US billionaire investor. So what are they both talking about? If you combine this together, you conclude that investors need to be certain things logical, rational, consistent, basically a bit boring. Unfortunately, as humans, we tend to be moody, emotional sometimes, unpredictable on occasion, and quite easily distracted. So, examples of things that emotional, irrational, unpredictable human beings say that are not helpful in investing. Here come my unmagnificent seven. Number one, it can't get any cheaper. That's a classic example of irrational thinking. I've been guilty in the past of buying shares at eight pence each, thinking they can't possibly go lower, when the answer is they can go all the way to zero from any price. There, you're confusing a low price with a cheap stock. Number two, I took a 10% gain and moved on. That's called cutting winners. A systematic approach is great, but not if you're locked into it. So by all means have a plan, but if there's clearly a momentum behind a particular stock, don't necessarily lock yourself in taking 10% off the table, when you might be able to make 10 times that. Number three, this many people can't be wrong. That's called herding, and it happens all over the place, not just in stock markets. Well, crowds can be wrong. They get irrationally exuberant, as Alan Greenspan once put it, and they get ahead of themselves when it comes to buying stocks, and they all panic together when it comes to offloading them. And that means lots of investors end up buying high and selling low, which is the exact opposite of what they should be doing. Number four, once I get back to what I paid, I will sell. That's an example of what's called anchoring. So in other words, you pay a certain amount for a stock, it dips and you think, well, I'm not selling this until I get back to break even on principle. Well, you could be waiting a very long time if conditions have changed and actually the stock is not about to recover. Number five, I had no choice but to dump my shares because I needed the cash. That is poor planning. You don't want to put yourself in a position where you have to liquidate good shares just to meet an emergency, being made redundant, illness, or fixing a leaky roof. Shares are a long-term investment. You shouldn't be pulling money out of the equity market to meet very short-term requirements. That's why we recommend you set up a rainy day fund in cash or close to cash to cater for those circumstances. Number six, those losses were pure bad luck that's an example of overconfidence basically as an investor you should be continuously reviewing losses what went wrong what did i get wrong and profits don't just take profits off the table and say well that was pretty clever of me look back think about what you thought was going to happen next and review that against what actually did happen next that's how you learn and improve your chances and number seven i will sit in cash until the market picks up Sounds sensible on the face of it, but it is an example of what we call market timing. Very few people get market timing right. Very few people sell right at the top, even if you want to. Very few people buy right at the bottom because volatility stops them doing it. And if you try and time the market too often, you'll probably end up missing out on the best investing days and incurring too many costs in the process. So there you have it, my unmagnificent seven, things that investors shouldn't say and do. Any questions on that? editor at killick.com, and there's a video on the same topic at killick.com forward slash learn. This podcast does not purport to explain all aspects of this topic in detail, and Killick & Go accepts no liability for any reliance placed or investment decisions made from it. Killick & Go is a trading name of Killick & Go LLP, who are authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. Further details are available on our website, www.killick.com.